Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So we're here for the second instalment of anime. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was a nicer one last time, but going a bit heavier. Do you this. want to make me cry? You know I'm emotional, as it is in life. You don't need to put a sad anime on. And what's most interesting about this is it's actually from Studio Ghibli. So they're normally for what you've kind of seen in the past with Totoro and Ponyo. And... So you're ruining it for me. Is that what you're saying? You're like, well, not, like not, oh, not you can't so... enjoy anime. It has to be like now... Ruin Studio Ghibli for me because you're going to make me cry my eyes out for whatever reason. And the fact is, even an anime, like, it can't just be nice and fluffy. So what what's the story about? So it's called Grave of the Fireflies. Somebody died. And it's about <laughs> a young boy and his little sister struggling to survive in Japan during World War Two. So it's kind of like a, a serious piece. Heavy hitting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to cry my eyes out. They fe- I feel like they felt it necessary to tell this story mm. but what is also what's kind of interesting is they kind of paired it up out of the top of my head i don't know as to what came first but they did like a double bill in japan screen so they screened this with my neighbor totoro so i don't know whether it was stick the war film on first and then have the happy, nice one. Well, that's what to, I'd do. To make you feel better. Or... But even My Name is Totoro, it does have a bit of a sad... Obviously, the mum's mm. not very well. Yeah. But, but no... it's not yeah, touching on okay. war and, you know, people dying and yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah, the horrors of, of it, yeah. So. And I know Japan have had it quite bad with World War Two, didn't they? They didn't... They didn't just, off... just just a bit. With the, you know, the whole Hiroshima yeah. bombing. Yeah. So I can understand why they, this is quite... Historical Import, yeah. piece for them to kind of portray in an animation, which could be educational. Yeah, in a sense, doesn't mean it needs to be educational to me because I've been to Hiroshima. I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to and, cry and, anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, we went to the museum and everything, and that was say I've seen a visual of that mm-hmm. the the scope of how big the impact had on the area with yeah. the visual of this, this diorama type of thing of, mm-hmm. of of displaying it, and it was just like, oh my god, like. Can't believe it! Like just, but it shows how amazing the culture in Japan is. Even yeah. when something like that hits yeah. and happens, and it's it's to remember it, but in a, a way of like, let's not let this happen again. It's it's not to brush it under like just, oh, and it didn't happen type of thing. Mm. It's to remember Rem- it, remember it, it, but also yeah. they've built up, up by it as yeah. well. So they've been able to kind of have something yeah. that is now sadly a tourist attraction, mm-hmm. but yeah, for. At least the kind of benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's also finally interesting is the fact that this is the only, here in the UK anyway, they've got all the other Studio Ghibli films up on Netflix, but I think this is the only one that isn't on there for some reason, which I feel like is kind of a a very strange that I feel like a lot of people haven't, you know, should have more access to this. You haven't seen this, have you? No, I have seen this, yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. Just don't put it past me. Yeah. 
But I do think it's one to important to cover. So, how do you think like a, a Studio Ghibli does give you a reason about a film? Is I feel like it's a bit like a Disney film. There's a moral always behind it, like Spirited mm-hmm. Away. Mm-hmm. There is, and so yeah, of importance. So, yeah, yeah. So visually, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, but maybe not in the, the way you, you're normally used to seeing things. So it'd be no. I can imagine initially they're going to show you the greenery, the lush, the kind of idyllic lifestyle, and then it'll go into a this is what's happened mm. and the, it'll get darker as it goes on. That's what I'm envisioning. Mm. Yeah. Ha- it wouldn't, I can't imagine a Studio Ghibli not having any nature in it. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back very shortly with our thoughts, or your thoughts more specifically on what your first time watch is on yeah. Over the Fireflies. Looking forward to it-ish. You, you say that, but yeah. With a box of tissues and chocolate. Tentat- tentatively, yeah. Sobbing. <laughs> Hello everybody, this is Paul from SP Film Viewers. Just wanted to do a little shout out to try and plug the Patreon. Yep, we've jumped on that bandwagon. Now, you might be wondering, what do you get for giving us money? Well, for the low, low price of £1 or $1.50 or wherever the conversion is, plus VAT, you get to show your support for the show you get a nice little shout out at the end of every episode so that everybody who listens gets to know what a great person you are and we'll also include your handles for any of the social media platforms you're on whatever you like basically also once a month you'll get the opportunity to pick a movie for me and Sophie to watch and review so that you really feel like you're getting your value for money and that's it for the time being anyways. So head over to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers, get involved, and thank you for being part of the community. Cheers. And we are back, having seen, experienced, Grave of the Fireflies. Was it as emotionally draining as you, you thought? I don't know if I was just not in the right place to be kind of emotionally drained. I don't know. Like, I didn't cry, and I thought I would. I assumed with the topic and everything like that, that that would. I think there was, at one point, a little bit, and it was really far to the end, that kind of made me tear up. But there was no actual water coming out of my eyes. I do think it's a hard one to watch, and I think it is a little bit... If you if you like Studio Ghibli, for the reason I like Studio Ghibli, it's a bit of a different take on things mm-hmm. it's not absolutely it's all very gray it's there's even like a sepia tone to it it's like when the yeah a lot of browns yeah dark colors but it's, it's gonna be for the subject matter really it's not yeah and the story they still have their quirks of the adorableness so like i'm rubbish with names but the little girl setsuko setsuko yeah she's oh. yeah she's really Really cute. She's so cute. And you just want a little child like her, basically. She's adorable and she's the main part of the film for me, even though her brother, what's his uh, name? Sator, I think it was Sator. Sator. That's where it came up on subtitles. Okay. Whether it's pronounced that way, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's. He's the main lead, but he isn't at the same time. I still think he's. he's well, he's the adult yeah. in, this, in the, the situation because he's having to look after his sister because his father's away. 
in the war mm. and his mother she she's there at the beginning but then with the air raid bombing. all of that though as well though like why didn't she, they just go to the shelter together like why did she swanny off without him i know she had a heart problem and whatever mm-hmm. but it was like I don't know, I feel like Studio Ghibli only like to do either... It's like a bit like Disney. They only want you to have one parent. They can't be arsed drawing the, it's nothing, the dad it's or... It's nothing to do put, with being asked to draw... Or the character development or something of another character. And it's like, oh, so... Like Disney, they, they always have just one parent. Or, and then they lose them or something happens or... Like Beauty and the Beast, she just has mm-hmm. her dad. And Aladdin, like Jasmine. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just like, what? what is this? And I think this is the same case, but then they lose the mum quite quickly and it's like, wait a minute, couldn't this storyline have had a mum in it? But even like Totoro, they've got parents, but yet they're not the main focus and I feel like that's a lot within anime. It's normally the younger... I think it's partly down to, depend, obviously depending on the subject matter, but like in a child's imagination, that can run away with itself and be a lot more interesting. With, with, we get boring with as we grow older. But in terms of this, it's it makes you feel a, a little bit more because obviously it's affecting younger generation as well as the adults. Obviously, adults can sort of cope with it as, as best they can, but showing the impact of what it has to kids of I think he's looked up, but I think he's Sato's fourteen and Setsuko is four. I think it's harder for her because she doesn't understand and she's got that yeah they that sort of like childlike innocence which is you don't understand all because you know she doesn't understand what's going on like oh I don't want to go into the, the shelter it's too warm and itchy really, and it's yeah and then kind of like I'm hungry yeah but not being able to actually explain well there's rations you can't like yeah. have all the food you need you know it sadly everybody's mm-hmm. struggling and you all have to kind of make cutbacks. And it's it's really tricky and like she obviously loves those tinned sweets. Yeah, the fruit drops, yeah. Yeah. That's that sort of like plays a key part throughout the film because it's like the hard outer casing of the tin, but then there's like this you know, taking comfort in these that sweet little d- delight that's inside, basically, mm-hmm. and it's like just in in amongst all this chaos that's going on. It's like, oh, I can just have a sweet and kind of make you feel better for a little while kind of thing. It's just like, yeah. so it's sort of nourishment, but not, you know, And like saving the moment yeah. as well and the sugar rush yeah, yeah, that you yeah, get yeah. from it. And also the rattling of the tin, like even that, like being a child kind of, it's yeah, like, it's a, like toy a toy at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of see like her connection to, towards it. Obviously, it's quite, she's just quite a sweet character. And I think mm. out of all of it, I feel like I would like to have seen her live Yes, but as well as yeah, yes. yeah. Um, well, we that. kind of there's not really. I guess there is a bit of spoilers to it because initially well, I mean, when we start, we know. It, it, yeah, or I mean, it doesn't make it any much easier, really. But at least it's kind of like making you prepared as such, like straight up. Mm. <laughs> they didn't survive. I and... don't know if that's maybe if they hadn't have done that, I would have cried more towards it. I think to be fair, but because I knew they kind yeah. of told me that. They were going to die. I'd already, I guess, yeah, was aware. So it wasn't like it, and they kind of did them flashbacks but, where they were ghosts as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So looking on the past, of, you know, the, the situation of their their life and what's going on around them and yeah and such. But I feel like that's that's probably why it was made into an animated feature because you've got that element of like a ghostly spirit watching over the the course of everything and sort of like telling the tale of. 
here's what happened kind of mm. thing. I don't think this would have worked if it was a live action, probably because it would be feel a lot more horrific, you know, like bombs you, dropping and and not not just that more obviously like representing Setsuko, like, you know, obviously when she's later on when she's kind of like malnutritioned and obviously like if you saw a four year old girl looking like that, that really would like be heartbreaking, but it sort of makes it a little bit easier. It's still hard. It's a difficult subject, but to show a visual of that as an anime version... It's still it's, beautified it's, a little bit, isn't it? Even though it's hitting a wrong yeah, subject. And, and also it makes it a lot easier to show that, like just, just draw the cheeks a bit more gaunt and yeah. a bit thinner and everything than that. I guess that's, that's part of it. But And also when she's chewing on a button, thinking it's a yeah, little marble, fruit drop. Yeah, yeah. Lesser, yeah. And she's like, mmm, mmm. yeah. And I think that to me is when coming to the further end of that, that's where it gets me most. I would say throughout it, you kind of see the struggles that they're going through. Like obviously, initially when they're going into the shelters and such, like she loses a shoe and she's devastated. But then she goes, oh, she gets a brand new shoe, mm-hmm. yeah. and then this family take her in and look after her. And initially, they're quite nice until. Yes, relatives of... Yeah, but they feel like they kind of use them, like they get what they want from the rice and everything like that and sell the Caminos of the mum. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, well, no, you don't work, so you don't get the luxuries, even yeah. though they were in their inheritance that she's just sold, technically. Yeah, no, exactly. So yeah. it's like, well, actually, it's theirs, not yours, and you're just taking advantage now. And it just shows, like, everybody's out for their own self within these situations. Which is, it's to be understandable, where yeah, everyone could... Yeah, but you wouldn't want to take from a child, would you? You wouldn't have thought. No. It's almost like the aunt almost like turns when she finds out her sister's dead. So Mm. it's like, oh, well, now I don't really want the responsibility of looking after these kids now. You're a burden now. But imagine like that's the equivalent of like either Sarah or Joe having a child and us not looking after it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because it's inconvenient, yeah. Yeah, and because we can't afford it. And it's like, well, yeah. why would you do that? It's a child, it still needs looking after and love. Yeah, yeah. and she's like complaining about, and Setsuko's like crying and stuff. It's like, well, <laughs> sorry, what do you want me to do? Yeah, she's a four-year-old. It's like, you know, she, her mum's died, <laughs> her dad's in the war. You know, she's... Understandably upset with the situation and everything, yeah. yeah. And probably, Bit of compassion. And hunger, you know, that kind of thing, the underlying thing. But it doesn't make it an easy in that situation because she probably like frustrated for the fact of like oh just you know like with everything going on it's there's two sides of it to to look at it but it doesn't as as us the viewer it's kind of like can you know just feel show a bit of compassion mm-hmm. for the, the situation no definitely because i feel like she's a lot older she should know better and she should be looking after them mm-hmm. and not kind of taking them for granted and mm-hmm. making them feel unwelcome and that's literally what it is and they end up moving out and being a lot happier for a bit Surviving yeah, by like, themselves. Yeah, just, just having to be in that bomb shelter, like, just out of the way. And that's sort of like the, the bit of the countryside, essentially, that they've got away from where it's untouched at this moment in time, anyway. For... To be fair, it's actually quite savvy of them because it, it's not meaning it's an awful way. Back in the war, you're not going to bomb a country field, are you, when there's nobody there? You're going to save your bombs for, like, a city. A city where, yeah. Where everybody's cooped up. So, Co- actually, they're a lot safer mm-hmm. when they're staying there, which... Yeah. Is, is better apart from having to go back in and get food and such from yeah, the city. Yeah, you're risking yourself having to scramble to get stuff like that, yeah. Because there's one part where the brother's going in when the bombs are kicking off so that he can kind of steal from other places and try and sell them because 
he does, he's run out of money or he's mm. run out of things to trade of his mother's mm-hmm. and he's getting to a point where he can't afford food and the, yeah. because he's not living anywhere he can't get rations so it's like kind of being homeless technically and the perks Very of much. not being able to get anything i feel like in in those situations i can imagine it probably was like that the money is almost worthless mm. at that point because you know it's it would be back to like just trading something more useful for food yeah. rations as, as opposed to but then it's also a yeah. case of well if my house has been bombed i i am homeless but i should still be on the radar somewhere like for that because it's not my fault that my house has just been taken mm. away from me yeah like imagine you've just lost your mum you've lost your home your dad's nowhere to be seen your auntie don't give a hoot about you mm-hmm. and you've only got each other so for the brother yes yeah, so yeah all that responsibility on a 14 year old no and he's he's trying his best as well with trying to like stop his sister from getting upset. there's like that there's like an isolated shot where He's like on the railings, spinning around, like oh, look at me, trying to think, because he doesn't know what to do. It's you know, like oh, look, you know, clap happy, clappy kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's all it's all he can do. But well, she's but she's still just like crouched down, really just upset, and it's like oh, so bleak. Yeah, yeah. And he like not telling her that his mum has passed away. Right so away. that kind of comes into effect when they're in the shelter. Mm-hmm. Where she's getting scared of the dark, so they get the fireflies, oh, yeah, and they bring them all in, and obviously they're trapped in a mosquito net, so they eventually die. And she builds a grave for the fireflies, for yeah. the fireflies, and he goes out and comes back and he's like, "What are you doing?" And then she's like, "I build a grave like um, we did for Mummy," mm-hmm. and he's like, "What? What do you mean?" And that's quite hard, yeah, to for her to have her to deal with death of that caliber at that age mm-hmm. and obviously he, he starts breaking down trying, yeah trying because he's yeah. trying to take kind of give her her innocence still mm. and obviously he knows he's got all these burdens but he doesn't want to put them on her because she's so young. young and yet his auntie just went and told him even though i know yeah you know he didn't want them to mm. tell her so it's like Ugh, the auntie is a bitch in this like literally it's <laughs> like utter cow mm-hmm. yeah and it's and it's so i think that's why the film is called Bunnies as well, because it's like, you know, the fact that the the fireflies have such a... Sh- they're, they're like a beacon of light in the dark times, but it gets snuffed out so quickly, obviously a short mm. space of time, just like the lives of not just them specifically, the, the brother and sister, but everybody else. Anyone who, within everybody, the war. Yeah, yeah. is gone. Yeah, life's taken away. And I think this is where you kind of see the, the they kind of do really well while there is rations, they get by, and then when civilization comes back to Norman, Japan sadly loses the war, and it's yet again them kind of rehabilitating into reality again. And I think that's when they struggle to get back into that kind of action, and that's when they are able to get food. Obviously, Sesco's mom. Sesco, yeah. Sesco, yeah. She's getting poorly and having diarrhea, and yeah. you can see the kind of effects of. I think it's. Part, well, I, I looked into like the when they, I mentioned about the when they mentioned about the black rain. Obviously, when the bombs coming down, mm. and that's just like the the ash and dust that's combined with the rain. That's I think that's just yeah, you know, almost like maybe not radioactive, but like very toxic to the things. So that probably didn't help matters. All that going on, just well, breathing on what in bad water. They were using yeah, they used well. it from the well, so yeah. if they were using that and it's got that in it, and they're drinking exactly that could have been polluted easily polluted at any point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's, she's more affected, but I mean, it's just because she's just younger and she needs more sustenance than than he does. And I think as well, he's getting rations. Like so, like when he's out and about, he's getting he's, little bits and eating. Yeah, he's like shoveling rice and his when he can. But and yeah. obviously, she's not getting that. So what he's bringing back is not as much as what he would get. But obviously, he's going out and about more, so he's going to need some more substance yeah. than she yeah. would. But I feel like there was probably more underlying problems when she was saying, "Oh." I don't like the shelter, it's too warm, as if she gets like heat rashes or something from she, that was just like a condition, you know, mm. like you get eczema and yeah. stuff, and that's oh, just mosquito that's just, bites. I was wondering yeah. if there was like mosquitoes there because, like, it was like that was mentioned a lot, like getting under the net, the and, net and stuff, maybe. Yeah, it could well be, or just so it could be that a mosquito has bitten in, you can get malaria and such like that from, yeah, I'm not sure they in Japan though, but but yeah, I, I don't know. So I don't know, yeah. but she—I think she, there was an under illness, but they just said, "Oh, she wasn't fed properly." Mm-hmm. Did the doctor and kind yeah. of said, "It's like right next, moving on." And it's like, like, "Well, what like, can what I do? Food, what food can I give you? <laughs> Tell me where I get this magical food <laughs> to fix it. To fix the problem." I think there is a nice moment they have where they have a fun day at the beach. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Again, it's like just taking a break from everything. Essentially, you know, get a wave, and it's like a, a moment of just like, yeah, there's just enjoy ourselves be kids essentially yeah. until then the the raid the bombs come oh, back in again yeah. and then they're like oh we have to run home um, and also she's kind of like oh there's a body there yeah he's sleeping and something's indicated by it. there's flies around it it's like the brother's like no come and get away from that yeah and things so it's like yeah so it's not even in this pretty idyllic scene there's something you know un- underlying problems of the war going on there so so i think there's I mean, obviously, throughout there is a lot of anti-war imagery. Mm-hmm. So that obviously like peppered throughout. Um, I think like one bit where Setsuko it's kind of got this little that tin hat. She's yeah. doing like the salutes and stuff like, and like you know, a, a child shouldn't be doing you know knowing about stuff like this at this no. age and of the door. You know, like seeing these dead bodies around and and yeah. everything like and such regular occurrence. And they go, all right, it's going to the little braid shelter again. It's like the norm of, instead yeah. of actually, you know, what life yeah. should be like. The other moment I thought which was really sweet is when they run out of fruit drops mm-hmm. and he fills it up with water mm-hmm. and shakes yeah. it and it's like the best drink. Yeah, the colours of the rainbow yeah. like Skittles. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was really sweet because it's like shows the simplicity of things, like how grateful they were yeah. for things. And there's a lot of things nowadays I think we take for granted for def- what we've definitely, got. Yeah. And all she was enjoying was some water with some sugar sugar water basically yeah. yeah and it was the best thing ever mm-hmm. yeah that was really sweet but you know you got to smile at the little things in in this particularly mm. yeah most of it's pretty grim for the most part so the other bit is obviously her brother's stealing food from the farmers and mm-hmm. he gets to a point yeah. where the farmer does catch him yeah and takes him to the police station but he's beating him up quite badly but and the policeman's on his side with that he's kind of like oh well I could do you for assault to the guy who's the farmer who's yeah. done it. So it's kind of like sees one of the sympathetic adults in in this. But also, bless her, my little Sesco. Sesco, yeah. She runs all the way to the police station and follows, and she stood there waiting once her brother comes out for him mm-hmm. and hugs him. And it's like, imagine just running all that way, but you don't know where you're going, mm-hmm. but you don't want to lose somebody else because... I'll be on my own. I know. Very upsetting. And then should we go on to the scene that upsets me? Are you referring to the part where those 
there's ladies in all the finery kind of come back to this to the house or of or like back to normality I guess and they open the windows to the house oh it's been ages since I've been here and then they kind of overlooking the bomb shelter where Setsuko mm. and Sato have been and then there's the record player playing the well I say almost melancholy music probably not intended for that but that's for me that was that was almost like a part where and you see the little remnants of yeah. Set, Setsuko playing near the bomb shelter and the music's playing and I think that's meant to be a purposely emotional moment. Well there's no there's no kind of noise or anything like that. It's just the music in the background, there's nobody speaking to anybody. There's a little bit of laughter beforehand, but there's not actually I think I think it's stuff that she's kind of said but it sounds like more like a ghostly echo. Yeah. Really, it's just her on her own. Yeah. And it's showing what she's getting up to while the big brother's out providing. Yeah. And I think it's just captures the sweet simplisticness of a of a child. Yeah. Like when she's got the big blanket round her and she's zooming round mm-hmm. when she's making things and all of that and just being really playful. It's just like a nice way to send her off. And so it almost kept me. But it nearly it, I I whelmed, I got there. <laughs> yeah. And then it luckily stopped. stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, and then it kind of went to her brother and showed the situation that he was in and how dire that mm-hmm. was, kind of doing a 360 to the beginning, basically. Almost, yeah. Like, he's got the the tin mm-hmm. with her ashes in, because that's something he has to do. He has to, almost like the remainder of his money he's got left after she passed away, to, obviously, he wants to, you know, keep her by side in whatever way he can, so he has to build a pyre and cremate her and therefore, you know, keep his her ashes in the tin. Mm. So it's like a again, shows the importance of this this object. And when he kind of you see at the beginning where he's like in the train station and he's cold curled up again, malnutritioned and just weak and he's just surrounded by these other kids who are also in the same position that he's in. And yeah, again, it's quite heavy with with that when you think about it. Even from going back to that and at the beginning, I guess what I think was interesting was, I, I guess the people who were like the janitors or whoever they were, like clearing up the the mess at the train station, because I think I assume the Americans were sort of like occupying at that point. So one of them picks up the the tin. And does like a like baseball throw, as if like that's like a thing that the the, the Americanisms are coming yeah. over to Japan. Not that they didn't do ba- they didn't play baseball, but I think that was just something brought over by and um, popularized by America. So it's kind of like that's coming into effect at that point. And as he throws it out into the to the field from the train station, it kind of lands in the field, and Setsuko is like released, freed from her little. Earn. I yeah. don't know. Uh, but yeah, also, then the fireflies all come out as well, as in simplest like oh, like life. And like, then it's a nice ending where they're both sat looking at Tokyo, and they're in like that red kind I, of scale. I know. I don't know if it was. I did think whether it was actually Tokyo, but I think it's. The, now that I looked, I thought this obviously probably a lot more places affected by it, but it's. I think it was the city of Kobe. Not heard of that one. With my ignorance, but I guess no. they do have lots of other cities, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah. But Tokyo is but, the biggest. But this is one that's focusing on this in this story because it's, it's a short story. This is based off of 
written by I'm butchering his name now Akiyuki Nosaka so it's based off his experiences in the bombings and stuff right. so he's like a survivor of that in, oh, wow. that in that city so and the funny thing is he actually helped fund this to get made oh, I, th- I think it's a really is important and it's kind of a clever way to show a bit of history within an anime and kind of a hard touching subject mm-hmm. in a nice nicer manner than like you're saying like if it was actual life action yeah, people it, it would be lot, too much it would feel much more real and yeah you'd probably you know like it'd be very hard to watch because it like you know say people screaming or anything yeah. like that whereas you can sort of control what you show with animation yeah obviously they've got to have storyboards and everything to show like some impact but not too grim because like i think back to when they're showing like the city it was like when after the one of the bot first bombings and all the fire that's going on you kind of see a couple of bodies just just laying there lifeless and obviously screams and wails there but it's not lingered on that too much it's kind no. of just like not like they were bleeding out or anything no. crazy but it's still like enough of an impact to show you how important this is but the reason it was initially distributed and made to coincide with Totoro because that was the only way Miyazaki could have been able to make Totoro what do you mean as in he wanted to tell a story the story of my neighbor Totoro, but I don't know who the, the the film distributors were like. No, you can only make my neighbor Totoro if you make a film, I guess, about war, basically. Right. So that's the that's the reason. So without this film, think about it, there would be no my neighbor Totoro, and there wouldn't be he wouldn't be the mascot of like Jubilee. That's like saying Pikachu won't be the mascot. It's, it's just like. <laughs> Dumbfounding, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the original pitch for it was for Totoro was rejected, so <laughs> that's a do it as a double feature. It's just like and then back financially by Nosaka, the story writer, mm. to get it made because he felt like yeah he believed in the project and thinks that's it's interesting when you look. When I do my research, sometimes and actually look into how things work. <laughs> when you do some work, yeah, on yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. mean yeah, yeah. Thanks but for it, bringing it, those. But sorry. Thanks for bringing those up to his attention. Actually, doing some effort. <laughs> but no, I just I thought based off of what I said before about like which why it was done as a double bill. Yeah, it's like it makes well, sense. there must be a sort of reason behind that, and there was. And and what I said when we started the pre-ramble was like I don't know whether I'm still not clear, completely clear as as to whether it was just some screenings that showed Grave of the Fireflies first and then Totoro mm. or the other way around but I would think more logically you'd want to start with the heaviest Grave of the Fireflies first and then have a nice yeah. ca- calming nicer story 100% that's what I'd fact. do <laughs> right because if you see Totoro and then like well right next what's the next one this 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 heavy an- anti-war film was mm. supposed to be and like, no, it's too much for me. I'm just going to get up and leave. Yeah, because yeah. you've seen <laughs> yeah, yeah, see Totoro. You... Yeah. yeah. Out of this, I would say my neighbour Totoro is, it, or just Totoro is just a lot better <laughs> in general than this film. Not saying that this doesn't have a place, it does, but it's not the same feel. It, well, of course And obviously not, no. it's not going for that. But no, no. From a preference and a personal style of choice and even the way like, Things are drawn more colourful, and I think just Totoro just has that innocent child brought into life where mm-hmm. it's done in a 
more magical, nicer, light-hearted manner. Yeah, there's 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 moments of like say like trouble with, is, like, with the characters that may. Yeah, and she gets she goes missing. And you think that she might have you know drowned or whatever, but it's yeah, but it, it's not like <laughs> not as hard hitting, is it? No. So should we be going to scoring? I'm gonna find this hard because I can't remember what I've, I don't think we've scored to. Totoro, because we've not covered it, but... No, but you must have an idea in your head for that, basically. Yeah. We've done Ponyo, though, haven't we? No. We're not. We're not... What, Ghibli's... The, the only... Kiki's. We've, got, we've done Kiki's delivery service, and we've done with Taya from oh. For the Love of History, Pompopo. 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 <laughs> it's me going first. It is, it is yeah. <laughs> So, like, are we ever going to cover Totoro? Because I don't know. I feel like that would be probably a ten for me. So yeah, yeah, no, I would, I would have thought that would have been for you. Not that is for me anyway. So I can't say this is a ten. I'm gonna give it. It sounds really. But I, I don't want you to be like too harsh about it just because of what it is. <laughs> if you feel like it's for me, like if it was something in. in important enough for people to mm. want to see i mean like i think it's just for me i just i enjoyed it for the one viewing and just because it's so hard hitting mm-hmm. i don't think i'd really want to yeah we'll be like oh let's crack that grave of the fireflies again yeah, yeah and i think that's my problem with with scoring it because uh-huh. i normally have to think of rewatchability sure. within it and this does have it but i just i just don't think i'd want to yeah so it's like one and done for you essentially yeah and that's not saying it's a bad film. It's mm-hmm. not. It's just it's a hard touching film, and I would like something a little bit more easy breezy. Sure. I think fairness of all, I'd, I'm going to give it a seven point five. Oh right, okay. I don't know. Yeah. It was going to be a six point five, but then I bumped it up because I was like, well, the animation, the drawing, how beautiful it is. The runtime. The runtime was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice and tight. Yeah. Is and it... but I just feel like I can't truly score it so high because I didn't love it. But that's only because it's just so hard hitting and it's it's worth a watch and it is something to recommend to people. But it's not like a oh you'll really enjoy it. Oh no no I'd be very surprised if anyone's like Yeah, yeah this is awesome. Kind of, no. No. What about you? Well my my score is higher based off of uh, not not on an, like an enjoyment level as such. Mm-hmm. It's more of an appreciation for the art and particularly of how they've told a story about war, kept it and done it in a way that is impactful, mm-hmm. but not too much that it's like, oh, I can't believe I'm watching it. I've got to turn it off type of scenario. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And as I just said, just a moment ago, like how the, the runtime is nice and tight with it. So that kind of helps. It's not like a one of these two and a half hour epic like often it's like, okay, yeah, we we get it, war is bad type of thing. This is kind of I guess for a child's yeah. attention span, it's I think it's twelve rated as well. Unlike if I remember correctly, there's a film called In the Corner of This World that we've we've both watched. That's an anime. I think that's around like two hours in length. But and that's not completely focused on the horrors of the bombings, but I feel like that what I there's not a lot I really 
remember from same i was just gonna say i know you've said this and i'm like i can see the cover in front of us and i'm like i did go to you beginning have i watched that (laughs) what does that say (laughs) yeah whereas Whereas, like totoro i know i've watched it and i will remember the graves of the firefly as well i will remember anyway for my score final score i'm putting it at nine oof well totoro needs to be at 11 then and ponyo I know we don't score to that high, but that's just what I think. Because <laughs> I can't feel like you can put Totoro and this in the same class. Yeah, but it's not in the same class. It's probably a- one M- point. Yes, but I'm, I'm like I just explained why. I know, I know. You have your opinions. Mm. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Mr. High Scorer. Well, let's just hope next anime, not next anime, but the next one we're watching, mm-hmm. is going to be a bit better. Well, it'll be something, I'll give you a couple of options. Just, just you. Oh, Obviously, thank not, you. Not, not the patrons. That's for the end of the month. <laughs> but incidentally, speaking of patrons, if you'd like to become a patreon, then you can go to patreon.com forward slash sp film viewers, like the good people that we already have, who are passing the pillar on to me. Right. So we have Mark from a hundred things we learned from film. Mm-hmm. We have Ben from Film Vloggers. We have Jonesy, our friend, who's at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram. Then we've got my mum. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we've got Nico from The Good, The Bad, The Weird Podcast. And if you would like to have your name read out and the opportunity to vote on what we watch once a month, it only costs a pound or $1.50. And you can have the perk of torturing me even more on <laughs> voting on films that I don't want to see. And you can also just be part of our little family and support us. And that'd be very, very nice if you did. Yes, it would be. And it'd also be great if you left us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, and wherever else they do the scoring system. And of course, if you want to check out some of our other episodes while you're there, you can do so on those podcast platforms, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And lastly, mm-hmm. just not bore everybody, we are also on social media. So if you haven't followed us, please follow us, like, subscribe, do all of that fancy stuff. So we're on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. So yeah, hit that like, follow, see all what Paul's posting, and mm-hmm. give us your love. Yeah, we're very much appreciated. Anything else to add before we go? No, just it's a wrap and we're done. And let's have a better one next week. But I get yeah, to yeah. pick. So no, in my look, it'll be crap. No, no, I, there's, there's stuff on the shelf. No, so. but I mean, not like last time when I get to pick and it's in my hands and it's just oh, no. my birthday special. Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's going to be ones that we both, neither of us have seen. But I know, I know you mean by the Hitchcock one. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. But shouldn't be because it's, there's, there's plenty on there that you should enjoy. This kind of I'll just cool. go by the pretty pictures. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, sort of a bit more cheerful next time, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad you've. Are you glad you've seen it anyway? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done now. Yeah. That. Okay. I'll, Ghibli should be like Ponyo yeah. Totoro, like that kind of heartfelt. Mm-hmm. So, thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.
ぱい。